Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. My name is Trevor, and I just finished watching Sonic the Hedgehog two. I'm I'm Jay, and I I am like on uh, pins and needles of anticipation to to watch everything all at once, or, or whatever the name is uh, this this weekend. What's that rated, by the way? Uh, one second, I'll tell you. I believe it's R. Yeah, I figured it probably was. Um, and I'm Josh, and my child is going to watch Sonic 2 tomorrow, so I'm excited for them. Is it <laughs> is it good, Trevor? How did it hold up to the first, I guess? Is what uh, okay, so to be fair, I've only seen it once. But you liked the first a lot, right? Am I remembering this correctly? Oh, yeah, I've seen the first probably 70 times at this point. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was for probably two months it was my go to sleep movie i would watch it every night um i i love sonic the first one it is fantastic i can quote large sections of the movie to you uh the second one was missing the heart the first one had and much of the good dialogue it feels like um we're on a hot commodity let's get a writer in here let's make this happen let's get Mm -hmm. everybody back they probably even signed them to contracts and you know that with the the goal that if it did go well they would have everybody back for the second movie um and then they just they it probably the script probably needed to go through a rewrite or two they're just the the wittiness of the first one is lost uh, some of the playful banter that you get from the main characters between Jim Carrey's character, um, Ben Schwartz's character, um, and James Marsden's character, those guys, like they're, they have all these scenes, but none of them together. And so the great interactions that you get in the first movie just aren't there in the second one. Um, some of the, uh, supplemental role characters like, um, I can't think of her name. The the um, lady that's the sister-in-law. She's just she doesn't have as her dialogue isn't as witty or as funny this time. It 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 fell a little flat for me. I did enjoy it. All right. Not nearly as good as the sequelitis, so, as they say. So I I have good news for you, Josh. Uh, the Fandango app lists the ratings for you know every movie that's that's showing this weekend except for everything everywhere all at once <laughs> and so so it's not rated probably not rated yeah, yeah. totally yeah. totally fine should no. be absolutely yeah. safe I, I hate to break this to you but it's it's definitely r <laughs> <laughs> i listened to a podcast where the the film creators were interviewed on it and it got me even more hyped for it. It so. looks really fascinating. Like I'm, I'm, I was super hyped about it and then found out that it wasn't 
playing anywhere near us at the time and i was like right so i went immediately to amazon to hope that it was you know early release there and not there either i'm like okay i'll just file this into something i'll see next summer and sometime uh, Yeah, yeah so it turns out that they did a uh three city limited release to start and now it's in wide release this weekend so so should we expect to hear your take on the everything everywhere is that what it's called everything everywhere all the time every everything everywhere Everywhere, all at once once. everything everywhere all at once okay i'm I'm a little should we hear your take on it in a couple weeks do you think and i'm i'm going to watch it on sunday so the next time we record you can ask me what i thought okay very exciting all right so some uh news or stuff as far as gaming uh by the time this is live we will have in stock uh nick fury and shield agents and we will have uh shadowland daredevil and electra available both for marvel crisis protocol and then the the warhammer fantasy battles curse city box set is having a limited uh reprint that i that my stuff will be in stock by then so if you are uh, interested in that game get it before it goes out of stock again. Um, so there is a podcast that I've started listening to called the town. The, okay. the, the town in this instance is Hollywood. It's a, it's a podcast about all the, the different things going on in Hollywood. And it's comes out, I think, you know, two, three times a week and the episodes are, you know, 10 to 25 minutes. And one just came in the thread that I didn't have a, a chance to. I just heard the very start of it, but it is a podcast talking. The, the, the title of the podcast is Why Was Bruce Willis Still Working? And it it interviews the L.A. Times author who, who wrote up a story about kind of the situation with Bruce Willis about how he is has been kind of suffering from a a medical condition that makes it difficult for him to understand communication or to uh, communicate. Um, And I, I didn't realize this until I I'd read a little bit about it, but in, in like the last few years, Bruce Willis has been in like just all the things, an amazing number of movies. Like I think it said it was like 43 movies. And and grand, a lot of that is like you know he goes in for a day or two and does a cameo and makes you know one or two million dollars for this for short cameo. cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's there's there's kind of like this um, unfortunate situation. I don't know what to call it, but this sad something situation where people could knew that he wasn't really in a situation where he could. Uh, communicate really do these things like he he would have earpieces where they he couldn't remember dialogue and so like they would have it was, an earpiece go ahead trevor i was gonna say a lot of this was was has been rumored for several years right and so and, and yeah. there was very little information out there as to actually what was going on but the rumors were that he was he was uh, his contract was that he was offering studios was very explicit about what he was what he was willing to do 
that's the way it was framed, you know, that he was only willing to be on set for, you know, at max two to three days, that he would be paid uh, this amount per day, that he was not going to do any scenes that involved anyone else on camera at the same time. There was just a bunch of really things in this, and they they included, you know, there was rumors about how he had to be wearing an earpiece, and he was being fed lines, and that, that all these movies done over the last couple of years were all to try to kind of pad his checkbook for his his uh family and there was even rumors that he was being exploited by his um right by his estate or his wife to to try to earn this money before it came out that he was no longer able to um act and that his you know his career would be over jeez um, i had no idea oh yeah it's it's been pretty hush hush from their camp for quite a while but it's been rumored heavily on the internet for years I I didn't I didn't know about the rumors, um, and so I I was kind of I thought it was kind of fascinating. Like, well, I mean, fascinating is not the right word because that sounds kind of morbid. Yeah. With with I think I get a what sad you mean situation by that, right? It, yeah. It, it's it's kind of funny because I I knew about it a couple or maybe a year ago, and I was um it kind of hit me again just recently and i was like you know what i i'm gonna go look into it again because i was wondering if there's going to be any more rumors or whatever and so i i i mean it, you just you find reddit threads and and just all kinds of things out there detailing all of these things and so much smoke that you know there's got to be fire there and right. basically i was reviewing this stuff again uh just a few days before the announcement that he was retiring so it was very fresh in my mind when it came up I guess I, I guess I don't know why I decided to have that kind of downer conversation as a lead-in to our topic. <laughs> well, it's relevant to the topic. It's relevant to the topic. We would like to give a little tribute to um, to him and talk about some of our favorite movies that he's done. Yeah, we're, Before we're, we do that, though, briefly, I want to know the answer to the question, Jay. The why was he still working? Or did they answer Well, that? I mean, no, it's uh, he is still working because he was a – everyone – surrounding him was profiting off of him continuing to do these movies i got you. Right. everyone yeah, I mean, was everyone was incentivized to keep the gravy train rolling yeah everyone including the studio etc yes and and i'm sure for him regardless of how he you know mentally he was he, he's not i don't think he has cognitive issues as much as he has communication issues communication, and that yeah. that was not known when the the rumors of exploitation was because some of the rumors was that he had his mental capacities were going that, that sure. he had like things dementia like, or something oh, okay okay yeah but, and, but it wasn't so, that well i can see that easily becoming the rumor though like it's yeah, easy, easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. When when there's no information, you fill the blanks in the best you can, and the, the filling yeah. in the blanks comes up with slightly different answers than what we got recently. Right. So I, I, was, I am. I Go was ahead. shocked when when it came out, partially because I'd just been looking at it, and the announcement just really caught me off guard because um, I'm I'm a huge fan of Bruce Willis, so I, it just I, so... really it really hit me hard. I'm I'm going to make a statement, one that I'm uh, sure you're going to disagree with, or maybe not. But I'm I'm curious on your reaction to it, Trevor. So there's there's some actors that um, I think George Clooney is like kind of an example of this. That you you watch George Clooney in a movie, and it's George Clooney playing the role of George Clooney, <laughs> 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 and 
And I think you, I see where this is going. Do you feel that that's the case with Bruce Willis or no? I'm I'm not sure what I think, but I don't know that it matters to me because I enjoy Bruce Willis, and so. <laughs> so even if it is Bruce Willis playing the character let, of Bruce Willis, yeah, yeah. Let me let me say that I think that certain directors had an opportunity or took the opportunity or were good at getting the best out of Bruce Willis. So I, I'm I'll admit that I have not seen all of Bruce Willis's movies. So yeah, well, there's yeah. a lot of them. So there, yeah, there's he, a lot. he has he has a lot. I have seen quite a few. Um, so it's a little hard for me to answer that question, but I think about some of his best performances and, and I would say, no, I think that he, to some degree, and I'm not going to say that Bruce Willis was the best actor of his generation by any means, but I'm also not going to say that he's, that he cashed it in every time either. I do think that there was some, some performances that he put in that were not necessarily just Bruce Willis. They did have some elements of him in them clearly um you know he's he's not the most accomplished actor of all time or anything like that but i i don't think he was just bruce willis in every film he did we're gonna do we're doing uh our our top five bruce willis movies right yeah which is and my ki- number one is well it's not uh, it's probably killing you trevor i'm like eh, okay i've watched five uh jeez oh, <laughs> tab- my favorite my favorite, he is not what you just described, Jay, the Bruce Willis playing the role of Bruce Willis. So okay. I will say that. I I had a really hard time. I have I have ten written. I have I have technically <laughs> narrowed them down to five, but it's killing me. It is killing me. I love I have, the way make Trevor suffer. This this will be interesting, Trevor. So I, I have my five. I have two that I know are going to be probably on both your lists, but aren't on mine. And then I have three that are my honorable mentions that I wish I could, could have. So I'm, I'm kind of at 10 as well. Okay. What are, what are, what are your honorable mentions? Okay. So my honorable mentions, I'm going to start with three that, that are kind of like the, the ones that probably wouldn't make the list for me. Jay is um, so merciful. I can't believe he's letting you do this. this but, but, but I will, there's two that, that, I wish my list of seven is only five long. That's what I'm going to tell you. But anyway, these three didn't make my list, but I I absolutely adore these movies. Um, First one's Armageddon. I think uh, the character of Harry Stamper, the, the, the film is just, it's fun. It is the quintessential summer blockbuster movie. Like I've seen it a lot. I want to start singing right now. Right. You do. And, and everybody's listening also is, um, the other one is Looper, which I have a really hard time biting the bullet on that one because it's a time travel movie, and and I think he does a really good job in it as well. Um, yeah, so, it feels like you're being untrue to yourself there to leave that in the honorable mention. Wow. Oh no 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 hold on you don't you just wait till we get to the list. <laughs> um, and then the last one that's probably going to shock you guys a little bit, but it it's only in my honorable mention, but it's The Sixth Sense. Okay. Um, I and that's one of the ones that I feel like he is most not Bruce Willis. Um, yeah, and that he got one of his best performances out of. But I think the Sixth Sense has sort of not run. aged well. Yeah, it's not aged well. Partly and, and, because its director has not progressed well in his career. Eh, sure. I think I think that that part of the value of Sixth Sense is the shock value of of finding out the the twist, and when you've seen it. 
20 times the twist is just not as impactful anymore it's it's hard i mean there was a day when i would have said that six cents is you know top two or three and at this point i I still like the movie um but it's that 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 movie anyway it's still an honorable mention it's not in my top five not in my top seven excuse me all right okay (laughs) here's here's my honorable mentions uh two of them are repeats of ones that trevor picked so one's armageddon and one is looper uh looper i I potentially would have done higher but i just couldn't get over like the makeup that they did on joseph gordon levitt to try to make him look like a young version of bruce willis yeah there's there's something not quite right about it i i'm not sure i can put my finger on it but i i agree with you and yeah, it's not quite right. And they like transform one of the most handsome men in Hollywood into like <laughs> some uncanny valley. Crap. An unholy <laughs> caricature of a human. Do you agree with me that, that they would have been better off to just leave him un, unmaked? Un- oh, 1000%. Yeah. 1, yeah. Just, to, just, just tell the audience that he's a young Bruce Willis and we all believe that we move on. You don't need yes. to spend all that time and effort on trying to change his nose shape. Yes. Uh, and then my my other honorable mention is uh, Lucky Number Eleven, so which is a, a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> I, it's also a guilty pleasure of mine. I do enjoy that movie. It is not on my top ten here, but it it's good. Okay, so Trevor, of your top five, uh, tell us number seven. <laughs> so number seven is not a good movie at all. I I fully understand this, but it is one of my favorite Bruce Willis. Uh, roles of all time and i've seen this movie a lot and and it is i think some of bruce willis's best roles are when he plays the tough guy that you expect the bruce willis tough guy but then there's a comedic element to it okay 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 i mean that's that's i mean die hard is obviously you know that to a t but this is even more so like this is one of his funniest roles i think maybe ever uh, there's a few others that could probably contend with that. But anyway, it is the last Boy Scout. I love the character of Joe Hallenbeck. And it is, I just, his really dry humor in it just cracks me up. I don't know if it's the writing or if, or if he had input into it. Um, but I love the character of Joe Hallenbeck. And I love the last Boy Scout. I put it here because it's not a good movie. <laughs> but... It's- I don't think it's one I well I know it's one I've watched but I think it's because it was rated R before I started watching rated R movies and Yeah, it came out in like 94 95 probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so of your top 5 list, Trevor, tell us number 6. You're you're probably going to you're probably going to hate me for this. Uh, but my my number 6 is unbreakable. Um Jeez, all right. Well, go ahead and end the podcast now. <laughs> Uh, I love Unbreakable. I think it's great. I just love all the other five movies that I'm going to mention. I don't know. Even if I had watched more Bruce Willis movies, like <laughs> I, I'm, I would disagree I'm, strongly with you right now, but that's okay. I'm a huge Bruce Willis fan, Josh. I'm I'm actually wondering uh, how many of the ones I have in my top five, which are not rated R, you have in your top five. So, which is only two, I think. <laughs> but regardless. Okay, so I, I love Unbreakable. Trevor, number five on your top five list is. I, I know. I think we need to go for the year seven and six. 
real quickly before we jump in there. Are you? Oh, do you have a seven and six too, Jay? Uh, no, I well, I have I have the two that didn't make my list at all that I know everyone else is going to have. Oh, oh we don't we don't okay. have to go through those. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about. I know. Yes, it'll be quite evident. I I want to hear Josh's five. We'll do come back to me last for five. We're, oh, okay. I'm doing my five right you're, now. You're you're, you're number you're five. Number, you're number five. Oh, oh, my number five. Uh, basically providing evidence that I have not watched as many Bruce Willis movies as my co-host. My number five is Death Becomes Her. Oh, that's a good choice. What? Why do you like it? Because it's funny. <laughs> Honestly, it's been so long since I since I've seen it. I just remember it cracking me up. But I'm like, literally, I'm going through the list, getting ready for this podcast, and I'm like, I think I only have five. I'm just putting <laughs> them. Who's next? You're number five. Okay, sorry. I, I cut out there for a second, but I'm back. Okay. All right, cool. so my number five is uh, The Whole Nine Yards. So this is this is a movie that I, I like quite a bit. It's, it's pretty... Uh, humorous in my opinion i haven't watched it in a long time but it is a movie that when i was like back when i used to play everquest uh it was in my rotation of movies that i would watch while i was playing everquest and so i have fond memories of that so uh i will admit that i've never seen it um i'm curious if that blows my mind would like it at this point um i've seen sections you probably would I think I would. I've seen sections of it, and the sections I've seen, I did enjoy. Um, I just, I don't think I've ever seen all of it together. So. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious for you to like rent it or something, or there's probably somewhere that has it streaming, and to hear your opinion. I, uh, my wife, okay. my wife likes it, so I'm, I'm sure I could convince her to sit down and watch it. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, Trevor, you're, you're number five. Uh, my number five is Red. Okay. Um, my my wife. This would be number one on her list. She's. This is her. Um, guilty her jam. Pleasure. Yeah, her guilty pleasure movie. She'll sit down and watch Red. Um, just at, at any point, you know, if she's sitting down and needs to watch a movie, um, this is her most one of her most watched movies. So I think it's funny. It's it's, it's enjoyable. Um, it has a great performance from um, John Malkovich, um, so I, I enjoy. Red it's a kind lot. of it's it's kind of amazing to me that they were able to assemble the cast that they did for that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. not you know John Malkovich, Helen Mirren, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's it just is was kind of astonishing to me that they pulled it off. Yeah, it's um, it's got a great cast it's pretty amazing the script is fantastic it's funny it's smart it's yeah i enjoy it carl urban does a great job so josh you're you're number four i believe no? it's, it's, josh if you haven't Go seen it, it's also pg-13 i feel like i've seen it but it just didn't stick with me like what maybe i maybe i sorry maybe i should watch it again you know I'm not, I'm not a perfect person, but I am worth voting for on May 17th. Um, <laughs> my number four is The Sixth Sense, which, you know, I, I, I don't know that I can really add anything beyond what Trevor has already said about it. Um, you know, it, it really was sort of uh, seminal for its time, and he did a fantastic job in it, and it was like, you know, 
it just did a lot of things right, but but it's only worthy of number four on my list. Uh, so right. number four on my my list is Red and Red Two. Um, I, I did them as a combo package. Um, it's they're just uh, like Trevor said, they're they're movies that I enjoy quite a bit. So Trevor, your number four. Uh, my number four is going to be The Fifth Element. Um, I, wow, dark that you would put it so low. Uh, I can't I'm not surprised. It, I, I cannot put it above the other three movies I have ahead of it. Ah, I see. All right, all right. I, I love The Fifth Element. I've seen it a ton of times. I think that um, Bruce does an amazing job. I think that he's uh, funny. It's just it's it's obviously one of the best sci-fi movies uh, of our generation. Um, but the three I have above it are just like, they are, they're just better than it is. So, so I'm, I'm curious, Trevor, which, which I'm assuming you're going to be able to guess this, but which, which movies do you think I'm, I'm not putting on my list that are on yours? Uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, fair. Okay. Well, I, come on. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what order they're in. But... Oh, but if, oh, you probably do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll say uh, the fifth element is one of the two movies that didn't make a list for me. And oh, it's jeez, jeez. Yeah. I mean, like I, this. It's not even that I dislike it or that like or that I would be disappointed to watch it again. It's just, it's, it's fine. I don't understand why people love it as much as they do, but sure. I'm glad it sparks joy for so many people. <laughs> um, Josh, what is your, Josh, your number three? Well, I mean, since Jay just freaking lambasted it, I don't even know that I can talk about it. Like, <laughs> Tell me why I'm I feel wrong, like Josh. The fifth element, well, I, maybe it's just the age I was when I watched it. I just feel like it was like, a formative uh, movie experience of science fiction. Like it was like experience. I mean, and look, I'm a kid that grew up reading science fiction, comic book, you know, we're all nerds here. Right. But right. Uh, I just felt like it, it brought a science fiction story to the screen with a panache and a style that I hadn't seen before. And so I think it that's, did. you're right. It did. It was so different than what we Yeah, and so to. I think that's a lot of what made it just sort of like stick in my head like holy cow, I got, you know. So and the two that I have above it, it's you can't argue with me having them above it, but like And I I've my I second like, third was hard for me to order honestly, like so Interesting. I in my defense, I've also felt like uh a lot of the the people who fell in love with Fifth Element were uh like straight teenagers that fell in love with the female lead. I, I was just going to, I was just going to say like, is this because you don't like pretty girls, Jay? Is that what's happening? Yes. Basically. So, I, I'm not sure I agree. Cause I actually don't, I like Mila Jovovich, but I'm not, not really that all attracted to her. That's not at all why I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Well, I guess that's, that's where I'm at. Okay. So my, I, I feel a little bit bad about my next selection because it's been on my list of a movie that I need to rewatch for a long time. And I feel like if I had done that recently, I would probably rank it higher, but I haven't. And so I'm, I'm like, I know that this movie is amazing, but I don't have, I guess as much of a connection to it as, uh, I feel like I should to rank it higher. 
Okay. Uh, so the movie I picked for number three is 12 Monkeys. You're dead to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you probably have to, I probably have to be dead to you too, Trevor, because I haven't watched it. Yeah. It well, is, well I'm, I'm going to save my praise for later. I mean, it's a hard R, isn't it? Like, um, I no, I wouldn't call it a hard R. Okay. It it is R. It might have it I, might have been for its time, but sure. Mm, I'm not sure. even sure. Uh, let me put it this way: my 15 year old has seen it. Uh, there's there's some stuff in it that yeah, it's it's R. I'm not gonna tell you to go out and watch it. I that's yeah, your own right. That's right. Like your own you know moral judgment or whatever. But right. Right. I I don't think it's as strong as a large majority of our films are. Okay. And I, 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 I guess that probably part of the issue is for me as well is that I enjoy and I appreciate Terry Gilliam movies, but I don't think that they're as rewatchable for me as other filmmakers. Interesting. Okay. So that's probably why, like, I literally have, like, for years, I've had that movie downloaded on my ipad to watch on an airplane and uh have not done so so i will have to rectify that soon but uh trevor you're number three my number three is pulp fiction um it is potentially one of the greatest films ever made and it's certainly um quentin tarantino's best film and i just although it's not my favorite quentin tarantino film but i i fully understand why it's as good as it is um, I've seen it a lot of times. It's one of those movies that shocked me to the core when I first saw it. Um, and that softened over the times I've seen it. <laughs> but it is, uh, I mean, if I had to make a recommendation list of like, here's the you know seminal movies of these directors, and this is will help you understand who these directors are, clearly Pulp Fiction is the one you choose when you go to Quentin Tarantino. So I, I just think it's a fantastic film. And... It's it's hard for me to put it on a Bruce Willis list because he doesn't play a huge role in it. I mean, he's he's a pretty big part of it, but not he's not like I don't feel like he's the lead. Here's I so this movie didn't make my list, and I and it's not one of the two that I'm thinking of that I feel bad about leaving off. And part of the reason why is because I have watched it multiple times. It's been a while since I've watched it, but when I think of Pulp Fiction. I never think of Bruce Willis and okay. I think of, you know, I think of Tarantino. I think of John Travolta. I think of um, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson. Sure. And, and, and honestly, when I was looking through the IMDB of, uh, of Bruce Willis, there was part of me that was like, I'm, I can't even really remember how big of a picture he had in Polk fiction. So that, tells me i guess i need to to rewatch it again here soon as well but that was i guess my reason why i didn't put it on his character is pretty integral to the plot um so i i guess i have maybe better memories of his role than maybe you do but it it does stick out to me that's why it's on my top five sure yeah yeah uh number two josh uh they say that the music you listened to ah. in your adolescence, right, uh-huh. is like forever the music that will have the most nostalgic power over you and and the uh-huh. one that you'll compare all of the musics to, right? My number two is that in movie form because, like, <laughs> I have so many memories 
that just come along with this this movie, right? Uh, and Trevor already, you know, dishonored it by leaving it off of his top five. But it is uh, Armageddon. Like I just I just have so many memories that come flooding back associated with that movie. And and it's like it, it's like a um, Pacific Rim. It's just pure fun. It's for the eight year old kid it, deep in your heart. You know what I mean? So I. I, I love Armageddon. <laughs> I do too. I, I will admit, I will admit the one of the biggest reasons why I almost put Armageddon on my top five was because it was the first movie that I saw Ben Affleck in. And <laughs> that, was <amazing. laughs> that is funny. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, I probably felt that way about now. I can't think of the actress's name. Dang it. The daughter. What's what? Which uh, actress yeah, yeah. is that? Yeah, I mean the the Liv first Tyler, scene, right? I, yeah, sorry, Liv, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the first scene of of Ben Affleck like scrambling away of the oil rig from in his boxers because he got caught. <laughs> but also, can we just? I know this is a Bruce Willis conversation, but can we just say that like Steve Buscemi is like one of the mm-hmm. most amazing comedic actors <laughs> and i know he has a broader range than that right like he yeah. is so freaking funny in armageddon though i'm sorry like he's funny so my number two uh we rewatched this trilogy brian and i uh since we decided to uh do Honor this mr willis yeah 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 do this podcast i decided we should rewatch those this trilogy and so it's uh, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Uh, he doesn't. Wait, really you're have... calling all three of those your number two? Yes. Okay. All right. We, <laughs> I want to have a conversation about it in a minute. Well, actually, no. We'll have the conversation right we now. Can, we can have the conversation now because I'm ready to rant. The reason why Unbreakable is not in my top five is is not because of Unbreakable. It's because of Glass. What? You're blaming the trilogy for the sins? Oh, I don't know. That's not right. But. Yeah. Josh, I, here's the uh, thing. Spoiler, I never watched Glass. Spoiler. I never look. I'm going to admit it right now. Go ahead with your spoiler. Oh, you haven't watched. Spoiler. You haven't watched Glass. No. I. Oh, okay. interesting. I well, found I, Split I, to be so hard. Like I, I don't know. And and I, I could probably go back. It might have been the time that I watched Split, where I was in my life or something. You know what I mean? Like I just, it, I found it like almost episode four of What If Dark split right it, oh it is it's a super it's dark, dark show. right yeah, yeah. Okay. Really dark and and that it was dark enough compared to my feelings about unbreakable that i just i just couldn't i don't know i couldn't bring myself to watch glass after split well i i i'm i don't want to say my um my spoiler at this point because no you it, can it, i mean no it, I, it will it will hurt your opinion of unbreakable oh interesting okay all right I, I, it hurts my opinion of Unbreakable. Is that, you're saying that because of Glass, Unbreakable is not in your top five? I'm saying that I am self-aware enough to know that, yes, um, a Glass tarnished my vision of the trilogy. Interesting. Okay, okay. I, to this, I, I have a hard time forgiving M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. For Glass. I just, I'm sorry. It, it was in fact it's it's a pretty good movie uh up until the quote unquote twist uh that he loves to throw in there and um yeah i uh 
I'll I'll gladly go back and watch Unbreakable a dozen times. I've seen it many many times. I will watch Split again uh, if I'm in the right mood, but I don't think I'm ever going to watch Glass again. Kind of strange to me about Unbreakable is that it almost like as I am watching the movie, it's almost like I am self-aware that I'm a little amused why I am enjoying the movie as much as I am because it feels like it's not actually that good of a movie, (laughs) but I'm enjoying it much more than it feels like I should. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but you you shut your whore mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's not in my top five, but I will still defend it. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate you (laughs) using the harsh language that I could not use because I'm on the campaign trail. I did just rank it number two for the record. So obviously, I well, do I'll like the gonna, movie. I'm going to shut my own horror mouth because I don't know why I didn't <laughs> Other than I love these other movies more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever, Jeff. Uh, Whatever lets you sleep tonight, Trevor. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm tr- having an internal debate on what your number two is, Trevor, and I'm I'm curious if I got it right. I'm guessing I did, but... Go ahead and guess. Okay, I'm going to guess Die Hard. That is correct. Die Hard is my number two. Okay. Uh, Die Hard is yippee ki huh? Die Hard is yep. probably the greatest action movie ever made. Uh, that's not really up for debate. I think. I think that there's tons of uh, internet lists that back me up. Uh, it's obviously the movie that made Bruce Willis, you know, into the massive action star that he became. Um, it's fantastic. I still watch it at least once a year generally more than on christmas year. right uh, i mean yes, it's a christmas it's, movie yes yep, the, yep. The, pre, the in fact it is um my wife and i's tradition after we put out the santa stuff to watch die hard so christmas morning does not come without die hard so um i i love it but um it's it uh it's missing some elements to become a a trevor number one <laughs> uh, so John, this is this is the movie that that didn't make my list. What? Die Fifth Hard didn't Element. make your list? <laughs> no. Wow. I no. haven't even watched it, Jay, and even I'm ashamed right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it fits like all of the things that would uh, for a movie that I don't, you know, get why people love it as much. Uh, and part of it is that you know I didn't watch it when it first came out, so I don't have any nostalgia for it. So it wasn't and, formative for you, sure. Yeah, and in general, it's, action it's, movies as they age lose a lot of appeal for me. You, you also so. have to admit that the formula of Die Hard has been copied hundreds of times now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it first came out, it was it was the lone cop who wasn't necessarily the superhero, just an everyman guy who you know was defending the whatever it is. Um, you know, it's it, it's the building in this version of it. So but. you're so you're telling me that like Paul Blart's Mall Cop is basically derivative of Die Hard? Yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry, I, that's amazing. Uh, under Under Siege is Die is Die Hard on a boat. Uh, Speed is Die Hard on a on a on a bus on a sure, bus. Sure, there, yes, it is yes. it has honestly been copied hundreds of times at this point. Um, it, it, because it was such a good feel good formula formula it, it yeah. makes you root for the underdog in a way that 
you know, action movies needed at the time. And it, so, yes, going back now, you've seen so many movies that you're like, well, this is just another one of those, you know. But the truth is, is it was the one that really brought all those movies forward and made them what they are. Yeah. So with me not having basically having watched the, you know, uh, imitations of it that at this point to me feel like improvements, it uh, doesn't really uh, have the uh, improvements mm, that word uh, I mean, come on I mean, jay has watched the train to busan and i bet that's an i actually don't know if that's fair to say that's one thousand percent an improvement <laughs> okay josh you're number one uh i've only watched it once um it affected my life so deeply that i feel like i've watched it every moment of my life uh and it's unbreakable like i just it was it was my i i loved it so much because it felt like this incredible superhero movie hidden behind a patina of you know realism essentially like um like you know so I I just I love Unbreakable, but I I literally have only ever watched it once. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of surprised that that's the case. Why? And I, obviously I I realized that Josh Willer does not rewatch movies. Yeah, but... it's because it's me. Like I just never think to go back to it. Like I literally have never even like said to my kids, "Hey, come watch this amazing movie," right? And like because I'm a bad father, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I guess as, as long as we have that out in, in the... <laughs> uh, and, and I think part of it is it's just like, I don't know, some, something, some experience you just can't catch the lightning in a bottle again, and I'm worried that when I watch it again, I'll be like, well, why did I think that was so good? I don't know. I don't really have an excuse for why I've only watched it once, Jay, but these are the facts. Uh, you know, sometimes it's okay to kill your sacred cows, Josh. Sometimes when you go back to the <laughs> movies, not as good, it's all right to know that the movie's not as good as it was the first time. All right. All right. Sometimes, you, sometimes you go back and you're like, wow, it was just as good as it was the first time. Or even better yet, you're like, no, wow, I was wrong. It is good. Sometimes you're like, ah, oh, I didn't really enjoy that movie. You, go, you, can, <laughs> you can rewatch movies, Josh. It's okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of curious what... This ties into my my next selection, but what are some movies that you would say that you watched the movie and it just had kind of like either a, it was just kind of like an, a, a profound effect on you or like just this memorable wow or this lived I repeat arrival all the Lord of the Rings movies uh, those are some examples I can think of yeah I think the Matrix and Dune are both on that list for me as well. Okay. Okay. Reasonable. But one of the reasons why I picked the sixth sense as my number one isn't like, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I kind of ding 12 monkeys on it not being as rewatchable for me. And I don't really think that the sixth sense is rewatchable uh, like Trevor said, but it is a movie that I, I think had kind of one of those experiences for me that is just kind of like a, a, a very rare experience that you have when you watch a movie because it's because when you got to the twist, it's almost, you almost had like a near death experience where instead of your life flashing before your eyes, that whole movie flashed before your eyes again. You know what? When your brain was basically trying to process what had just happened. That's yeah. what I think. 
Yeah, I, I think my issue with it is just because I have seen it so many times. You remember in Fifty First Dates, the look on Sean Astin's face when they rewatch The Sixth Sense? This is <laughs> where I, I've that's where I've gotten. I mean, I haven't. Oh it's been. Gosh. I can't remember the last time I watched it. It's been probably over a decade, so it's yeah. probably one that I should rewatch at this point. Yeah, I think that the fact that I have a teenager who enjoys movies and looks to her father for recommendations means that a lot of these movies I re- end up rewatching. Um, right. And that's one that we just, she was blown away, you know, um, as we all were on our first watching. So um, I just rewatched it probably last fall, maybe last summer. Uh, all right, Trevor, extol the virtues of. Excellent. <laughs> Bruce Willis Prime Travel movie. Uh well it has time travel. That's really all you need to know. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I actually feel like this is Terry Gilliam's best movie. I I know that most what people else? Would think that yeah, it's what sacrilege. Else would, would say is in contention. Um so I'm not a fan of Brazil. Like I, yeah, if you if you're about to say Brazil, I was gonna be like, shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean, it's. I feel like this is like Pee Wee Herman's. Like I love that. That's the word of the day. Your whore mouth. <laughs> uh, so Terry Gilliam's one of those things where clearly his movies either completely hit or completely miss for just about everybody. Yes. Um, I don't really. I don't know if I just don't get Brazil or don't understand it. Um, I recently watched The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. I did understand that and did enjoy it, but it wasn't as good as 12 Monkeys for me. I've not seen some of his other movies, so I'm not even going to say. As a kid, it's kind of funny. I actually really, really loved... This is this is not in contention for one of his best movies, but I really did love um, Time, Time Bandits. Bandits? Of course. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I but, love Time Bandits, even. Yeah, but I mean, watching it as an adult, it's it didn't embarrassing. Have, it didn't have the same effect on me as it did when I was a kid. Um, so, but I haven't seen some of his more famous movies. Um, for example, I've I've never seen. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look at the list of his movies. I've never seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, um, and I've never seen The Fisher King. Okay. So, anyway, but I I love Twelve Monkeys. Um, the first time I saw it, it was one of those ones where I just like it, like all Terry Gilliam films. When I finished it, I was like, what in the heck did I just watch? I, I didn't know what was going on. I had to watch it again. And at this point, I've seen it, I don't know how many times, a lot. I think it's one of, um, it's really underrated as far as Brad Pitt's performance. Like, I think it's one of his best performances. I think it's one of Bruce Willis's best performances. I think that the story is interesting. Um, I love time travel and this is probably, I think I've said this before. It's one of, if it's not my favorite time travel movie, it's certainly up there. So it's just a combination of um, the kind of the nonsensical Terry Gilliam movie, but it actually, the more you watch it, the more it starts to make sense to you. Um, it does make you feel like you're going insane, like Bruce Willis's character does in it, uh, James Cole. Like, there's a point in the movie where his character fully believes that he's he's totally insane. And there are points when I'm watching the movie where I feel like Terry Gilliam has set me fully insane. <laughs> <laughs> so I just it does a great job of all of that. I love Brad Pitt's performance. I know we're talking about 
Bruce Willis, but I love Brad Pitt's performance in 12 Monkeys. It'd be, <laughs> it would be interesting to do a, a top five on someone like Brad Pitt because he has such a wide range of movies. But. Sure, yeah. I mean, I would love to discuss, you know, the top five of Terry Gilliam, but I'm not sure how many Terry Gilliam movies I could stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're so, um, I haven't seen one of his movies, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Um, uh-huh. I saw when I was a kid, and I, I loved it, but I'm afraid, it's one, it is one I'm afraid to go back to, to ah. Josh, because I don't, I don't know if it would hold up. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Uh, my heart goes out to Bruce and his family. Um, just like, yeah, it's, I look, you know, he's, so, when, he's really but, young. <laughs> I don't know. Is he 65? He, wow. He, but he has done so freaking much. Yeah. Like, all this episode did was make me feel lazy. <laughs> I, I look at he's his, 67, his body of work. Yeah. That is pretty it, young. And yeah, I mean, my father's 65. He's not far off. Um, anyway, I look at his body of work, and it just it's pretty impressive to me that he was able to do it for as long as he did um, and do it fairly well up until recently. I mean, some of these movies we talked about, I mean, Red's not that old. Right, um, yeah. Looper's not that old. Um, so I, I just, I, I mean, I'm impressed with what he was able to accomplish. Um, so... It's it's sad to to see somebody who has been able to do it so well for so long not be able to do it at all. I hope that my you know I don't have to go through a similar thing someday. Yeah, it'd be nice, you know, continuing to do things, but I guess that's how life goes sometimes. So let us know uh, what you guys think of our top fives, what your top fives are, and it's it's been a while since we've pimped out the the dojo, but if you subscribe. Uh, you can listen to the oldest old man conversation <laughs> we've had <laughs> in a really long time. 